Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.
you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcast. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Heels and Quads podcast. I'm Levi and I'm coming to you live from my Elisa's Electronic Nitro Kit drum set. That was all in the wrong order. You can find me at Levi D. Zindel on Twitter. And don't try me tonight, Anchor, because we have options now. I'm Tommy <laughs> at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. We have options. That's right. Just got to get some mics. I was going to use my Audio-Technica headphones, but there's no mic, so I'm just kind of talking into the phone. So I just went ahead and switched back to the, the old Apple headphones. The earbuds? Yeah. If you will. The mic's pretty good on these. I'm yeah, gonna... I like it. I like it, it a lot good. better now. I didn't like it at first when we first started, but I think I'm over that whole I have to hear myself completely clear thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the phone, like you have to hear these barely muffle your I have my my headphones I had on like they're not noise canceling, but they may as well be because I can't hear anything outside of them. Really. Yeah, that's like the ones I use the uh, the gamer ones. The yeah, they like first totally... couple of episodes and I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, but it also picked up more. So. Some of those turtle beaches and stuff are, I mean, I, I thought about getting a pair of those for it, but I didn't know how they would work. Because, I mean, you know, when you're playing a game, like, especially if I, I was playing Call of Duty online or something, man, you hear everything. It's crazy. But it might just be, you know, on the game system or whatever. But anywho. Anywho. Yeah, so you missed out on a pretty cool interview. You'll have to go back and listen to it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I gotta, man, it's just a, just a. Long week. My sous chef's on vacation. It's gearing towards Memorial Day weekend. Got some moving in towards the summer. You know, you know how it goes. Yep. So, Living that happened. life. But I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to definitely take a listen to it because I wanted to talk to him and kind of, you know, because I have all my, my wrestling action figures at, uh, uh, back in the MH still. And I have, I remember I, I made them in a Raw crate, a SmackDown crate, and then I have a Legends crate. And, like, I just have so many of the Jax figures, and then I have the ones before those, too. The ones before they were, like, you could move their arms and stuff, you know? The rubber yeah. ones. Yeah. That was and, still uh, Jax, wasn't it? Yeah, just to give you a little taste, his uh, favorite wrestling figure line was actually the Jax Classic. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, and I didn't get to tell him I didn't have a chance, because I was kind of, like, trying to get everything done by myself, and it was like, uh so I didn't get everything no, I out that I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I didn't get it. Yeah, there. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, no, I was going to tell him after he said that, that about how I got a, the, the line one classic superstar series, Shawn Michaels with the WrestleMania 12 attire. The, I have that one. Yeah, yeah. And I had it in the packaging. I was going to start collecting them and my little sister Christy, when she was a kid, 
decided she was decided she was going to open it one day while I was at work. And, uh, I came home and I was like, what did you do? And I looked it up on eBay to see how much they were selling for at the time. And it was like 350 bucks. Oh my God. Dude. I wanted to like pull my eyeballs out. And now now you can get them on eBay for like 130. So it's not as bad. I, uh, that same Sean, I have any, I think he came with, did he come with the winged Eagle? I think he yeah. came with the winged Eagle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that same Sean that I, you're talking about, mine has like, uh, kind of like a mark on his head, not too big of one, but enough, like a little blemish. It's like blue, but just from slamming around on the ring so much. Yeah. And know? the kids still had him up until, I think he actually might be in our storage, uh, building, but they had him, but he had his ponytail got ripped off and everything. So, oh, but yeah, they, that got, happens. <laughs> they got the Shawn Michaels and Diesel two pack. So, with that got same attire? Or? No, it's like the it's like the red pants, and he's got more of the mullet hair. And, oh, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah from good like friends, the, better the, enemies. The dudes with attitude, two pack. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. But yeah, I mean, he was a cool guy, Steve Duckett, owner of Heroes Hideout. You can check him out at heroeshideoutny.com. I'll give you the full ad here in a little bit, but just to plug it real quick. Oh, yeah, and if, uh, if Steve's uh, listening, I'm sorry I couldn't be on the show today, and I appreciate you being a sponsor, and we're proud to be working with you because we both enjoy the action figures. Tommy gets to play with them a little more than I do because he's got kids, so I need to start popping them out so I can get some figures. <laughs> <laughs> I need to start popping them out. Just so they can play with action figures, girl or boy, it uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, they're going to have them either way. Yeah, no Barbies if it's well, a girl. I mean, I mean, they, well, they got figures. the they got the girl, uh, the female wrestlers now with the like the Barbie type. I got some for my niece. Oh, over that's Christmas. true. That's true. Um, I can win. I can win one but, way or another. I mean, even baby Tommy. I mean, he collects the the girl wrestlers. So, well, and, yeah. And he, I mean, I'm not sure if he likes them because he likes them or if he likes them because he likes them. You know what I mean? Well, so he is Tommy's boy, so he probably likes them. Yeah, he's probably interested. Um. But yeah, so yeah, we talked about that. We talked about figures. Uh, we talked about his favorite figure of all time. What's um, that? Well, I'll uh, go back and listen. We don't get yeah, talk. go you back don't, and listen. We yeah, don't, don't want to be redundant. I don't want to give it everything away because after yeah. we do a little just discussion here, I'll piece that interview in at the end. So, okay, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, so th- yeah, th- that'll be following this one. Yeah, we're okay, we're kind of cool. trying to rope them in here. Like we're we're making them wait. Coming up next, Tommy interviews Steve Duckett from Heroes Hideout. Oh my god. Oh my, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tonight. Tonight, live on the WWE Network, immediately following the first half of the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Because for some reason, it's on the network. Steve Duckett from Heroes Hideout joins Tommy Walter. Oh, my. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) British the Beef Man. British British the Beef Man. So a few little news items that we were speaking of. Uh, What was the – you got the all-in news and I got the WWE news. I guess there we go. All right. So which one do we go – we'll go all-in first. Okay, we'll go all-in first. Because we're all-in. Apparently, there was a tweet either today or last night. I'm not sure of the time. Of course, he's going to hit that vape gimmick. Um, Smash that let, vape gimmick. Just to let me know he's still here. Oh, um, yeah. But 
apparently they're still not going to film it, so they say, or stream it. So there will be, uh, if they if it remains that way, there's going to be a block of tickets open up. And I don't know if it's like, I doubt it would be like a big block like WWE with the, uh, you know, because the they take basically a whole section. Yeah. Like, the you know the op you know the hard cam side, um, but that takes up like an almost a complete section for WWE. So I doubt it would be that much, but I would say it would probably be five rows, at yeah. least. Um, so look and those and to those that. all the seats for all in man, just in general that they're all super affordable. I mean, you get a front row seat for like a hundred and what was one hundred and seventy something bucks. I mean, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I think it was one hundred and seventy eight. Yeah, that's like something I mean, that's like that. Crazy affordable because yeah. any any day of the week, if for those front row seats, that's and I paid I paid it. I paid seventy eight a piece for ours. Yeah, and we're in section one sixteen, so we've got a good section. Uh, still waiting on our tickets to get here. And if there I is believe, a hard game, we'll be on it. Yeah, I believe they shipped yesterday, so awesome. We should be getting those rather soon. Um. But yeah, so not only that, but I guess somebody asked Nick Jackson this morning on Twitter if the Buck or he said I would really like to see the Bucks in WWE, and Nick responded with a, I, I'd say he was kind, <laughs> because they get asked that every day. all the time, yeah, at, at least at least probably twenty times a day. Yeah, uh, but Nick was nice enough to answer the guy's question or comment. I guess it really was, but. He said, you know, we're still under contract for six months, but never say never, but we're happy with what we're doing now. So take that for what you want. But I I honestly, I don't see the Bucks going. No, I mean, I think they're a pretty big figure outside of that. So, you know, there's a lot. You know, there's the Fed and uh, the F, the E, whatever you want to call it, New York. Um, there's that, and then there's hundreds of all these other indie companies they can work for, plus, you know, they're heavyweights in New Japan now. Ring of Honor, I mean, they're superstars there, so, you know, like they said, never say never, and, and it, it it could happen. You know, it, I, I feel like if the Bucks and those guys go back, I think it's going to be, like, late 30s, just to kind of get that, you know, get that last run in at that that age because you know all these guys are going in now or in the last few years and they're all kind of late 30s and some early 40s so like bobby lashley just came back at 41 yeah yeah i think there's something to that maybe like you said just to get one last run and to say they did it you know yeah maybe even get a wrestlemania moment at some point um because we know how hard they work so if anybody deserves you know a moment and growing up, you know, growing up, they were WWF fans. So I'm sure they, in the back of their mind, they're always going to think, what if, if they don't do it? So I'm sure Nick, they'll still, uh, I'm sure they'll, they're still fans, you know, because they're buddies over there, somewhat fans. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure they'd also don't lose sleep at night, you know, <laughs> with, of course not. With the state they're in now. And I mean, especially now with All In selling out so fast. They're pro wrestling just, fans. You know? Yeah. Um, but one more, one more note on All In. Um, apparently, I saw a video today on YouTube, and some guy was interviewing Cody Rhodes. Uh, oh, excuse me, Cody. Um, oh, yeah, don't say that. 
the uh well i can say it he can't say it i can say it <laughs> but yeah. uh anyways so they asked him about you know the vince russo thing and it, the 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 meaning of all this is the end of the interview and it was cody said that vince said come on come on bro i'm the ultimate heel and cody said well what's the point who's the baby face that's trying to beat you oh so i mean <sighs> <laughs> he's got a point yeah i mean it really is you know it's like no it's it's for the fans man they're doing it for the fans they're not doing it to make money yeah they're doing uh, it to they're doing it for the fans and to prove a point all in yeah I mean, and they've proved their point already, and I'm sure the show is just going to prove it that much more because not only did they sell their tickets on 29 minutes and 36 seconds, but... Uh, How long was that again? 29 minutes and 36 seconds. One more time? 29 minutes and 36 seconds, 10,000 seats. And I'm sure if they open up the other five rows, they're going to be gone in five minutes. If not less than that. <laughs> yeah. Um, They'll crash this side again for five but, rows. But, you know, they proved their point by selling all that out. And that's that proves how big they are already, and how big the following is uh, for them and independent wrestling itself. But uh, what was I? I was getting to is at the show. They're gonna they're gonna show you why it was worth buying their tickets. You know, yeah. or why why they sold out. You know, the show the matches are gonna be awesome. It doesn't matter who they put together in the ring. The matches are gonna be amazing. You know, so. And I think, and I think there's going to be, we spoke about it. I think on our last discussion, but I think, I think there's a good chance Kenny can walk into the show as uh, IWGP Heavyweight Champion. I think there's mm-hmm. a good chance the Bucks can walk in as IWGP Tag Team Champions. Uh, Marty could have a belt. I mean, I don't think all of them are going to walk in with belts, but I think those three are the main ones. And then there's a pretty big chance I think that Cody's going to win the NWA title. Just because of his father's legacy, and not just not just because of that, I guess, but because of his father's legacy, and because of how big he is and how great he is in ring. So I think he's totally worthy of that title. Okay, so just just when you were talking, okay, I had this really badass idea, and Who's I'm just that? throwing it out there. And I hope I don't, you know, if this is a plan, I hope I'm not spoiling anything or ruining anything. But granted, this is just my thought, my brain, my wrestling brain. Uh, my little pea brain, Mark fanboy. Uh, okay, so here here's a scenario. Let's hear it. All right, so main event. Book it. Co- Cody wins the NWA title. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The lights go out. We get a light up jacket on the stage. Oh boy. Jericho, Cody Rhodes for the NWA title on the Jericho Cruise. I mean, that's, you know, that could happen. That's a big, that's Jericho and anybody can tear the house down, but Jericho and Cody would be a huge main event. I'm just saying, man, it would be a badass idea. I, I, I don't know how Jericho doesn't get involved in all in somehow, because to me, I feel like Jericho, because he loves the business and he loves doing this. Um, I, I, I feel like just, from what we know about Jericho and how he is, I feel like his price wouldn't be that high just for these guys, just to 
do something like that. No, they're know? buddies. Just to show yeah. up. They're buddies. Because, you know, yeah, and you know Jericho's not scared to just fly across the world just to do one little appearance and then take off again. Well, and you know, I, I mean, mean, he lives and, on the road. And like we talked about last week or the week before, whenever it was, when we were talking about the Fozzie dates, his last show was right here in Arkansas before All In Weekend. Yeah, his, I was, I was his last show is, yeah. is August 30th. August it's 31st. Little Rock. Is it Little 31st? Rock. Yeah, yeah, 31st. And then, I mean, he's he doesn't have another show till the 5th of yeah. September. So, so that's a big possibility, man. I'm just Maybe saying. Maybe he takes off from Little Rock Airport that night. He shows up in Chicago. He's there for the appearance. Hangs out for StarCast next day. I mean, you never know. But I feel like Jericho... I feel like it's a might be a secret, but man, he I could see Jericho being involved in this. Okay, so real quick, what's more likely? Jericho shows up, punk shows up. Just for the punk fanboys out there. Uh I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I think Jericho is more likely, or do you think there's I, I mean I think there's a possibility they both show up. Uh, yeah. I yeah. just think Jericho's more likely. I think Jericho is a, is more likely just given the circumstances, you know, his tour just kind of puts on hold for 5 days and uh but at the same time, it's Punk's hometown. He's going to be at the Pro Wrestling Tees thing. So I I feel like Punk's going to be there, but I feel, I don't I don't know, man, cuz that's a that's going to be a huge hometown pop. Yeah, for punk and and you know the thing I was thinking is you know regardless if he makes an appearance or not I think he would at least be backstage. Yeah, he'll, I believe I believe that he'll now, be backstage. Ob- for obviously, sure. he can't go as a fan. He can't just go and sit in the crowd because he would get mobbed. Well, and that and I was gonna go uh, kind of like something off that note is if he does make an appearance and if he does do anything wrestling related, you know, the internet is going to blow up. CM Punk made his return to wrestling. He's back. He's back. He's back. And he here every day. He, I'm sure he gets a thousand tweets. When you come back to wrestling, when you come back to wrestling, when you come back to wrestling. So I think that's going to, if he, if he's going to come back to wrestling, he should appear just to set everybody off. Like, yeah, I'm back. I'm going to knock out my UFC appearance. But if he's not going to come back to wrestling, I don't know if that's a good idea because he, you know, just when the internet might be slowing down on him, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it's already blowing up again now just with him making an appearance at uh, one hour tease. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, I've, I've seen it and I've spent the last three days, probably at least a solid two hours each day on Twitter alone. Yeah. And I mean, it's. It's not every tweet, it's not every other tweet, but it, it's a solid every other, like, 40 tweets. I see it. At least the graphic. And so, um, CM Punk, I don't know if you've seen this, uh, one hour tease tweeted earlier and said, uh, because of all the tickets for the CM Punk appearance sold out rather quickly, Punk has decided to accommodate as many fans as possible. He will stay later and have a walk-up Option starting at 4 p.m. This will be limited. Be limited to, will be a limited to time. Uh, and then mm. Punk retweeted that with a quote and said, "Going to be trying to accommodate everyone. Patience, please, and thanks." With rock on emoji. So you know he's. I mean, Punk's obviously still loyal to his fans, but I think the WWE burned him out so bad that I think he kind of might have lost his love for wrestling for a little bit. But it might have just been for WWE. I don't know. But anyways, what I'm saying is it. 
it's already blown up now, so you know it could go either way with Punk. Maybe he makes an appearance. It's it's likely, man. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we but, can sit I mean, and shoot the shit about it all day, but yeah, I know. But I mean, and I just wanted to talk about it because <laughs> because it. I mean, it is a likely possibility. You know, it's yeah. not. Yeah. And you know, as much as you know, I'm not necessarily a CM Punk fan. I have a lot of respect for him. I respect him more for standing up to Vince McMahon. Um, yeah. But I guys mean, don't do that. You know, if if he never makes another pro wrestling appearance, hey, you know what? He made his mark. He's going to go down as one of the greatest champions ever. Yep. One of the best guys on the stick ever. Oh, yeah. One of the greatest in-ring performers ever. So, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have anything to prove Right. So for fans to continuously just bug him, and I get it, you know, it's it'd be like me if you know Sean I wanted said to, he was gonna come back, yeah, or, or, you know. or Hulk, you know, was gonna have another match, dude. I w- we would probably end up having to do five episodes just on Hulk Hogan coming back to wrestle Bernard the Business Bear. Yeah, I think I think if Punk just never came back, that'd be fine because as a fan, I respect his privacy with that and i respect his decision because i i I was a cm punk fan and that year him champion a little over a year that was i watched that whole year just because cm punk was champion because 2011 i was out but as soon as punk got the title back and 2012 kind of hit i was like okay i'm gonna get back in i bought every pay-per-view from that year because it's pre-network so i have i have every 2012 pay-per-view dvd uh and that was just because i was you know, they were like 10 bucks or whatever, so I'd just swing by Walmart and buy them. But, you know, if he did walk away, that's fine. But I, I, I feel like he's, if he comes back, he's coming back soon, and this could be the time to do it because he's, he is up there in age two now. He's going to, he's, I think he's like 38, 37, 38. So, mm-hmm. you know, and his UFC fights in September, I believe. I thought it was in July or June. I, oh, I, thought, I could be wrong. I thought it was before all of this. Let me let me take a gander at that. Yeah, real take quick. a gander at that real quick. But no, I did. I didn't see that quoted tweet. Um, that's really cool. He's doing that. You know, he did. He doesn't have to. And yeah. you know, they made it limited to, from from Jump Street, and now you know to add on. That's really freaking cool on his part to do that because you know there's a ton of people that are. I mean, I'm sure there's people who bought tickets to StarCast just to be in town to go just to Pro Wrestling Tees to go meet CM Punk. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's June 9th, so Punk's fighting pretty soon. Yeah, what's that? Uh, let's see. Next, this weekend's – so it would be, be next weekend sat- after be, next. Yeah, Saturday. Uh, yeah, he's fighting Mike Jackson. Yeah. That's a welterweight fight. I, I mean, I, you know, I hope Punk does good because his first fight kind of flopped, and it happened. I mean, he's come on, you know. He and that's been that's like these that's guys Mike have. Jackson, not Matt Jackson, for those who were <laughs> yeah. who were trying to turn words. Or it's Mike, not Nick. <laughs> Whereas Joe Rogan thinks CM Punk versus Mike Jackson on UFC 225's, 225's main card is effing crazy. And I don't know if he means that as in in a bad way. Yeah, is that an insult or is that a, a uh, tip of the cap? Rogan said he's now fighting a fighter who's commensurate in talent, and there's nothing wrong with being a beginner in the martial arts, but there's something wrong with thinking you can 
be a beginner and fight Mickey Gall. It was a foolish venture. My approach to it was this is going to be a very good lesson for people who are fans of positive thinking and they think that's enough. That shit is not enough. If you weigh 110 pounds, you can positive think your way to the bank. Francis Nagano, I don't know, is still going to punch your brains out. There's just no way around it. So, yeah, it's been, you know, what he's saying is that people can back punk, but he does have lack of experience in there. And, you know, a lot of people made a good point before he went and fought was that these guys that are in the UFC and mixed martial arts, most of them have been fighting and getting beat up and beating people up since they were like little kids, you know? Yeah. So they've been, they're used to it. They're good. They were either bullies or they were bullied. (laughs) Yeah. You know, something, or they just got into it and they've been training for a long, long time. Punk kind of just started this a couple of years ago. And so, you know, he doesn't have the wherewithal like all these guys do in a fight. So he is a little inexperienced and he's a little up there in age too. So that could have a, uh, negative impact on it. But I mean, I'm, I'm, I support the guy, you know, he, who else at in their mid to late thirties is like, I want to go to the UFC and I want to fight people, you know, and, and not who, have a thought in the world about it. And who in their mid to late thirties can say, I want to go to the UFC and I'm going to get paid to do it. And they're going to sign me to a multi match deal and yeah, I'm going to fight nobody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he was on the he's poster a- for UFC 200. Now he's on the poster for 225. So. He's a he's a brand. He 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 was he smart, is. but not only was he was he smart in the business sense. He was smart because he saw a different outlet. He wanted to get away from pro wrestling. He did it. He lost, but you know what? So would I. He, I yeah. Oh it. yeah. Yeah. He did it. You I know, would and get he was my ass beat. He did it because he was a fan of mixed martial arts. I mean, he's been a fan of forever. And you know, you remember in WWE, they would say, "Oh, it's that Muay Thai background." And I'm like, no, he doesn't. I don't think he has that. But his kicks, you know, you could, you could tell he was very MMA influenced in yeah WWE his as well. Strikes, yeah, yeah. So you know, it was just it was kind of a dream of his, and dreams come true for those who really chase them. So you know, we're on here chasing the dream. So, <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm a little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. I'm all good with it, but yeah, I think there's a heavy possibility that Punk could make an appearance at All In. I think I think he would do it for his boys, you know, not necessarily for. Well, he would do it for the fans, but he would do it for his boys. But we can debate about it all day, anyways. 
I would yeah. like to see CM Punk at all in, especially since we're going to be sitting there. I'll mark out a little bit because I never <laughs> got to see Punk. I'll probably have to hold Levi's hand if it happens and, <laughs> or wipe his tears. And then if he's – I'll wear my GTS shirt underneath my all-in shirt or whatever I'm wearing, and then I'll have a little cut in it so I can rip it whenever he comes out. <laughs> I, I expect Maybe you, get you to do that Like, if you don't do that now, I'm going to be so pissed. Punk and, Punk and Jericho have a altercation. Yeah, that in. would be cool. You know, they get to have an un, unfiltered match like they didn't get to have at WrestleMania 28. Yeah. So – Whatever. All right, Anyways. so off that. Okay, so WWE News, what was it? Uh, Brian Alvarez tweeted earlier, he said it's official that WWE's pay-per-views will now be four hours. Uh, they'll start at 6 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Central Time. Um, and the, the big four will be five hours, and they will still, they will start at 6 o'clock. Central, 7 Eastern. So, uh, you know, and the big four have already been, WrestleMania especially has been five hours. So, um, you know, I, I I guess I can deal with it. I just, the pre-show is can be kind of brutal because then, you know, that gives, that's five hours and six hours now. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, with the four hours... With what I would, I'm sure you'd like to see as well with four hours is maybe a little more wrestling. You get an extra match or something. Yeah, and and that's like what what I talked about yesterday when I, you know, talked about the news about SmackDown going to Fox and possibly moving to three hours. Speaking of SmackDown, hit them with the news for your our boys or your the, boys mostly. The Good Brothers <laughs> are the number one contenders for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships, and I cannot be more thrilled about this do they win that i don't know but i'm just happy to finally see them where they need to be on top of the tag division on a pay-per-view going for the titles you know what that could do that could set up the club aj as champ and the boys as uh tag champs i'd love it i would love it 100 percent. i know you would too and and also in smackdown news last night Shinsuke announced the stipulation for the match, which I called weeks ago. Last man standing. Last man standing. Of course, yeah. Well, and he, he kind of teased it at first, and it was kind of funny because we were watching it. Um, he said at first that he, it was going to be a pillow fight. Huh. And okay. A, and AJ said, well, Shinsuke, I always knew you were soft. And everybody was like, oh. Uh, yeah, I was too. I thought it was kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, I mean, we'll see. This better be a good match, man, because all of them have been lackluster. I don't want any nut shots. No. No nut shots. No, and I want to see some cheers, and I want to see somebody go through the announce table. And you know what? I want to see, see this main event the show. That would be nice if it main evented Money in the Bank. Oh, you mean the actual WWE Heavyweight Championship? Yeah, or, excuse that, me, sure, the WWE Championship. It's not the heavyweight it, championship. That sure would be nice to see the world title at the end because no, Brock's not on TV. Well, you know it's going to be the ladder match. Or whatever match Roman gets thrown oh, into. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He, it's Roman and gender, right? That better not main event the show. Isn't, isn't that the match, though? I think that's what they're going for. Cause, yeah, because gender this. is going for the Intercontinental title on Raw this week, this coming week. 
Okay, so you can't main event the show with Jinder and Roman. I mean, come on. If if it's better than Samoa Joe and Roman, whatever. But either way, it should be the world title. But I could see it being the men's ladder match. But I yeah. could also see them opening the show with the men's ladder match. Yeah, it... I hate to because say this, somebody but else. I could also see him open with the last man standing match for the title. Yeah. They I mean they're when they're right, they're right on. When they're not right, it's like they've thrown a monkey wrench into the whole thing. Yeah. And it's four hours now, so I don't know if it starts with Money in the Bank. I didn't see that info, but I just seen that uh Brian Alvarez said that now did, it's did he say it's official or did he say it's all but official? He, I believe he said official. I'll look at the exact tweet right now because I haven't okay. been on any. I haven't been on the dirt sheets today because I saw it when you retweeted it from the show page, and I was like, "Wait, what? I didn't retweet this." And then I clicked on it, and and then I was like, yeah. "Oh, it's Brian Alvarez." Levi retweeted it, which I mean, I like him too, but I just uh, I was... said more to come. But it's official. All WWE pay per views will now start at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time. All shows will be a minimum four hours long. The big four will be five hours long, but will but still starts at seven Eastern, four Pacific. So okay, so it is official. Yes, he just doesn't. He that's basically what he's saying too. Is he doesn't know when it's going to begin? Okay, yeah. So I, I'm I'm wondering if it'll start after SummerSlam. I don't know, but uh, and then you know he got was... you were what. I was trying to see if WWE had made an announcement yet, but I don't see one. We'll probably see it. I, I'm, I'm, one, I'm guessing we're going to see it in the Money in the Bank sh- during the show, probably. Because I, I don't know what the card looks like so far. I mean, like, I can look up the Money in the Bank card. But, uh, you know, that was the ladder match usually runs about 20. The women's will run 20. Last man standing, I'm... I would assume that's going to go 20. I don't see a last man standing going in 10 minutes, never in the history. Uh, maybe. But, um, and then I, I would, I think Roman and Jinder's all but confirmed. No, they, they've made it. Yeah, they made the Okay, it is Raw. confirmed. Yeah. yeah, so it's the men's. I saw the graphic. I just, I, when I was thinking that, I couldn't remember if it was Roman and Jinder or if it was Seth and Jinder at Money in the Bank. But then okay. I remembered it was Gender and Seth this Monday. And then the Bubba Bubba Boys, of course. I hope they I hope they do get a hold of the titles in that match. Well, and I you don't... know, the only thing that I think I mean, if they set up a program, that'd be cool. Like they do a few matches before they win it. I'd be fine with that. As long as they win it. I don't want them to lose and then have to start back from the bottom. You know what I mean? No, because so... you know, the minute you sent me that screenshot of the Usos and the uh Gallows and Anderson, I was like I, I was pretty much in my mind. I was like, "There's no way the Usos are going to win this again." You were like, "I hope so," but yeah. I was like, "I really don't think the Usos are going to do this again because." Yeah, I sent you, know, I sent you the screenshot. Really... I sent you the screenshot, and I said, "I don't think this is going to go my way." <laughs> yeah, but I at the same time I was like, "Oh, surely it's not because you know nobody wants to see that match again." And I don't know that the Bludgeon Brothers are super hot, man. So well, I, they haven't done anything. They just do their little promos backstage. Their creepy backstage promos with the action figures all dismembered and stuff. And they're like, come play with us. Yeah. It's I, really creepy. Yeah. 
I would like I would like to see the boys win the belts because you know that would make them Raw champs and SmackDown champs. But I could also see the Bludgeon Brothers just kind of keeping the belts through the summer, or yeah. doing an, they do another match next month or something at uh, let's see what's not well it's extreme it'd rules. be money in the bank and then yeah extreme rules yeah yeah so maybe they you know the the good brothers don't win it here at money in the bank uh maybe they have it like a notice qualification match maybe they win that and then uh then maybe maybe they have a a rubber match at SummerSlam and the brothers keep the it yeah yeah something like that something i don't know they'll figure it out but I just like I said. I just I, I've I've invested so much time and and money. Let's face it. And, the, and, and yeah. them, you know. Well, and they're and great. I just man. I, I want to see the them belts. succeed. And they're yeah. you know they're entertaining as hell. So yeah, I like I like what they do, and uh, I want to see the belts on those guys. And like I, I said, think the blue belts will look good on them. Yeah, and like I said last week, I mean Carl Anderson has gotten in incredible freaking shape from the cross yeah. He's he's looking it's nuts, dude. Yeah. He's ripped. I see their gym pics every day on Instagram yep. and Twitter. <laughs> Trap, but yeah, he looks, Trap he looks really good. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I could, I could see them winning it at Money in the Bank because you know just to have that one title change. I don't know if Shinsuke is going to win the belt, so just to have that title change, or if any, that I think that could be the one. I don't know anything about the Raw tag team titles yet. That that'd be the. That's gonna be Matt and Bray versus someone, I guess. But anyways, have they have they not announced that yet? I don't think they've announced that. Okay. yet. Okay, I, I didn't think so either, but I couldn't remember. Um, they've got a, I mean, they've got a couple of teams over there. I mean, I could see it probably even being Drew and Dolph. I would like that. Um, that is, that's the word. I think that's what they're. I think I've seen that somewhere. That that's the word for. That's what they're shooting for. Yeah, coming. You know, SummerSlamish maybe. I don't. I don't know. I didn't see an exact date, but I'm. That's my guess. Maybe SummerSlamish or after. They're gonna try to build those guys up. I don't know because you know and they're then, like you said. They're working the house shows right now. And then on the women's side, SmackDown, you got Asuka and Carmella, and then on Raw, you've got uh, Nia and Ronda. So, yeah, I th- I like like we talked about though with Natty getting in qualifying for the Money in the Bank match. I, don't I think see Ronda's her winning getting, that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Ronda's getting the belt. And I can see Natty cashing in, like I said, in the middle of the match, pinning that. That doesn't lose. Still, still yeah. you know, technically goes over, you know, and then she's she's the, you know, we're all sorry for, her and you know, Natty broke her heart because she trained her. She's supposed to be her best friend, and then it said, you know, that sets up that match, and that might happen like SummerSlam or something. Yeah. Nia gets a rematch at Extreme Rules, and then Ronda is the number one contender at SummerSlam, and that's a good way to do it. I mean, if you're gonna have her have the have her win the title at least, if not at WrestleMania, one of the big four. Yeah, I like it. All right, I think we kind of covered our little topics here. So yeah, if you want to hit them with the plugs, hit them with the old plug skis. So number one, you can go to. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. That is our official merch page, the official Heels and Quads merch page. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. And there is five t-shirt designs available now. 
you know, Count the first one, two, four, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Five times, five times, five times, five times, five times. <clears throat> five shirts, five shirts, five shirts, five shirts, five shirts. Leave the NWO and join us. <laughs> so, check those out. There is the new fresh design, the Rest in Peace Dungeon shirt. That is the, uh, the memorial for Tommy's previous house. <laughs> memorial. The tribute. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it was where we first, when we officially decided to start the podcast. Yeah. You, so were, you were in the dungeon, you were visiting, and I was like, we It's a landmark. It. It's yeah. a historic landmark. So, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads, that's our official merch page. And then you get CollarAndElbowBrand.com, and that is Al Snow's clothing line. Uh, you can also get many other shirts there but there is the collar and elbow shirts and of course there's the signature shirts tommy has a few of those the good brothers dojo the ichiban and at collarandelbowbrand.com load up your cart use coupon code heels and quads in all caps at checkout and save 10 percent on your order and number three last but not least zubas.com you know zubas yeah that old school wrestling brand well it's coming back and it's back and better than ever so at zubas.com oh Get your zebra pants or whatever you want to get, your Zuba shirts, your Road Warrior mask. And in your cart, after you've loaded up your cart with hundreds and hundreds of dollars of stuff, use coupon code HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout, and that saves you 15% on your order. That's Zubas.com. Coupon code HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout to save 15% on your order. Oh, my. And, not, and last but not least... Be sure to stick around because the owner of this sponsor is our guest or was our guest today. I did the interview earlier this afternoon, but I wanted to wait and at least get Levi on the episode because I don't like doing shows without him. So well, thank I'm going to I'm going to hit you with one more plug. Heroes Hideout is a true hideout for people looking for everything WWE from retro collectible Mattel action figures to the new elites. They have the hottest meet and greets of yesterday's legends to the newest rising stars of today. See the latest arrivals online at heroeshideoutny.com. That's heroeshideoutny.com. Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. And when you fill up your cart, go to checkout, type in coupon code QUADS. That's one word, QUADS. You save 10% on your order. There you Thanks have it. to Steve Duckett over at Heroes Hideout. And you can follow them on Twitter at HHideoutToys and on Instagram at Heroes Hideout. And you can find them on Facebook, Heroes Hideout Toys. And we appreciate the sponsorship there, Heroes Hideout. So, coming up next, here Tommy's interview with Steve Duckett from Heroes Hideout. I am not part of that. I was at work. I was a little busy today, as I said earlier in the episode, but Tommy kills the interview, as always, I'm sure, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Next week, don't forget to go vote on the poll. It's yeah. between Judgment Day 2000, 2003, 2004, 2008, correct? That's right, and it looks like uh, 2000 is in the lead right now with 50% of the votes. And it, I mean, it's it's been going back and forth pretty much all day. I've watched it a couple of times. It's going back and forth. And then big announcement. If you didn't see it on Twitter, if you don't have a Twitter or Instagram and you don't follow us, make sure you do that at Heels and Quads on Twitter, at Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. But made the announcement last night during SmackDown next Wednesday night. 
for the first time on Hills and Quads Wrestling Podcast, ECW original, former world heavyweight champion, former world television champion, former ECW tag champion. He beat Stone Cold before he was Stone Cold, and it was Stone Cold's idea. He's also the originator of the what would become to known as the Stone Cold Stunner, Mikey Whipwreck. And not only was he a great wrestler and a great wrestling personality, but he also trained the likes of Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, and Tony Nese. Mikey Whipwreck, ladies and gentlemen. We've been kind of trying to figure that one out for a while now, so it's finally happening. So be sure to not miss any of our episodes but especially next Wednesdays with Mikey Whipwreck, the ECW original, the ECW Grand Slam champion. And thanks to Derek over at Curtain Jerker Designs once again for the badass graphic. Yes, thank you, Derek. And I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ronnie, if you're waiting for the uh, toy interview with Steve Duckett, it's coming up right meow. So tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. Bye. All right, guys, it's Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter, and I'm here with the owner of our new sponsor, Heroes Hideout, at H Hideout Toys on Twitter, Heroes Hideout on Instagram, and you can find them on Facebook at Heroes Hideout. Steve Duckett, what's up, Steve? How's it going today? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Hey, so uh, real quick before we start talking toys and whatnot, um, just the icebreaker question we always ask our guests that come on the show. When did you become a pro wrestling fan? Uh, my first memory I w- I, that I recall would be Sting and Flair, Great American Bash. Uh, I grew up in the Northeast, but my, my grandfather just watched WCW and NWA product. So I didn't actually grow up in the WWF like everybody else did. Yeah, and, we're, and we just did an episode on the Four Horsemen, and I grew up in the Northeast as well, and Levi was always here in Arkansas. So he asked me if it was hard for us to access, you know, NWA, WCW products then, but I said, you know, with TBS, that was nationwide. It, it wasn't very difficult to find that. 6.05 on Saturdays. That's right. <laughs> so uh, with the toys, I mean... Were you, is that kind of what made you open the store? Were you drawn to the action figures as a kid, or you know, where where did that yeah, I, where did that uh, where did that want to have your own toy store kind of stem from? So I was always a collector as a kid. I think we all were, like with the little bros and uh, the WCW figures as well. But I um, when I was in high school, I decided I was starting to collect the uh, Jack's Classics. And I wanted like the one in 100s and the one in 10s and these things that Jax was doing at the time. So I actually, when I turned 18, I opened up a business so I could sell online. And uh, so I was a Jax distributor and I started selling that way. And then about a year ago, I was at WrestleMania in Orlando and I told my fiance, I said, you know what? I want to open the shop and I want to quit my day job and let's do it. And so with that, I mean, were you doing it on eBay at first or did you have a website? How did that, how did that come about? Uh, Both, but it was mostly eBay. That's pretty much what I did. And that's what, I mean, a lot of local businesses, you know, do. I, you know, I collect vinyl as well. 
and there's a little place around here and they sell a lot of their stuff on eBay. So, I mean, not all, not all stores, you know, focus mainly on just their website or just their in-store product. A lot of it is on eBay as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of us couldn't survive without it. So with the Hasbros, I mean, I, I was the same way. And I remember my first couple, it was Hogan, Million Dollar Man, Big Boss Man, and Macho King, Randy Savage. Do you remember your first wrestling action figure? Uh, yeah, definitely. It was uh, a Sting Globo. Um, I used to go to Ames like every other week, and I would only <laughs> buy the Hasbros if I didn't if there was nothing new for the WCW line. So then I, I would just buy. I mean, I remember having the Warrior for sure, but the rest of them I'm kind of vague on. Um, on on that with. The like, I don't know if you if you follow like Zack Ryder and stuff on Twitter or Instagram, but he is like, I mean, he's getting like all of the, you know, the prototypes and all that stuff in your store. Do you have a lot of the older stuff or do you try to just stay with the new? Oh, no, I try to mix it up. Um, It depends on the collections and when people bring them in. Uh, I did take a big lot right before WrestleMania of uh, Hasbro's that were still on card. And my store, like, I won't sell a ton of those, but when I brought them down to WrestleCon, I mean, we killed it. Oh, yeah. Those will fly right off the racks at, at a Actually, I was, convention. I was trying to get Ryder to buy some at WrestleCon. <laughs> <laughs> so his girlfriend came over, and uh, I was trying – I had two wrestling buddies that were still in the box that I was trying to get them to buy. Oh, man. What's, what's the rarest figure you've seen, whether it be in your store or just in the wild? Um, rarest figure. That's a tough one. A lot of that Jack stuff when they did like the one of fifties and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That I mean, that stuff's pretty rare because there's only a hundred of them or whatever the whatever the amount they did was. Um, I would say that's probably the rarest, like item count wise. But you know, seeing like getting the wrestling buddies in box that that's pretty rare too. And what do you think about the current state of? the wrestling figures. I mean, do you like what Mattel's doing? Do you think it's better than Jack's? Because I mean, like Jack's had its, had it, had its hits, hits and misses as does Mattel. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jack's, it, Jack's was great for the collector. The classic line was fantastic. Some of the one-off stuff was amazing. The two packs and three packs. Um, obviously the product is better now with technology uh, Mattel is definitely starting to set up to get or step up their game with the new head scan technology. Uh, but the thing is, I think they're because WWE's become so mass market, they're a little limited with some of the product. Like we would love to see like some one-off stuff. They're starting to do that, like um, with the shark figure that was a Toys R Us exclusive that got pulled, right? Stuff like that. I mean, that like they did Shockmaster a few years ago for San Diego Comic Con. Like obviously, that's not going to be a mass release product, but. So they're, they're kind of doing some of it, but as a collector, those are the things you're looking for. And that's the same as like with the Virgil figure that was in Toys R Us. And I mean, you can't, yeah, right. But I mean, you can't find that at your Walmart, but I mean, for the true collector, you want that Virgil figure. And especially for like somebody who like, who's like me and I'm more of that classic retro, um, not only wrestling watcher, but collector as well. Like I have three kids and all three boys. I mean, they all love wrestling and they, I mean, I've spent thousands upon thousands of dollars on figures for them and, you know, right. but 
you know, and I gave them my old Hasbros and stuff, but you know, it's, so it's kind of hard for me to collect, but I get them and I get in trouble by my wife for getting them the action figures all the time and not just Christmas and birthdays, but I get them because I'm like, man, I wish I would have had this as a kid, you know, and especially with the elites and like the flashback elites that just came out that full line. And then the, the uh, basics, the f- build your own fink and all that stuff. I mean, that kind of stuff is what I wanted as a kid, but now my kids get to have it. Right. Yeah. And even the Hasbro's like, I'm seeing a lot with like father sons, like they'll come in, the father's going to push the son to get a figure that they want from their childhood. That's exactly so like, what I do. <laughs> so like those retros that are coming out, the new retros, the, like I see it all the time. Like people, like they're trying to get the kids to buy them and the kids think the toys are boring because they're 1990 technology right. you know, toys. Yeah. But yeah. You, and especially the flashbacks too. Like, you know, that Yoko, like, Oh yeah. These kids don't. I mean, unless they, you know, I say that these kids don't know who that is, but the network's changed all that too. Like I have a three-year-old that comes in here all the time that wants to like, where's the ultimate warrior? That's all he cares about. Right. And Rick Rude. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was actually going to bring that figure up from, from that, uh, the build a fake line. Cause I went and just got them all. I was like, you guys have to have the fake. Cause if you're going to have the authentic ring, you need the authentic ring announcer of ring announcers in my opinion. But like, they're like, no, dad, I don't want ravishing recruit. I want another Roman Reigns or another John Cena. I'm like, ah, you don't need that. You don't need that. Right. You've got those. You've got multiples of those. Get, get, get recruit. You only got the Hasbro of him. So it's a process, but they're getting to the point now where they like to go back and watch what dad watched, you know? So now they're more into the Yokozunas and the, and the mean Gene Oakland figure figure that just came out, which is awesome. Yeah, the network's changed all that, which has been amazing. I mean, just it blows my mind that there's kids that are younger than what I was when I first started watching, and they know more about wrestling than I knew probably at 15. Right. And how old are you, Steve? I'm 32. You're 932. No, I am 32. (laughs) (laughs) I just turned 31, so we're about that same age bracket. um, Let's see. I'm trying to trying to do this solo and it's it's kind of difficult because he's usually I'm seeing if he had any questions. So what's your favorite line other than like so not so much classic like the classic superstars like you were talking about but like what lines that they're doing now are you most interested in? Is it more the elites because of you know how much more detailed they are, the accessories or you know what are you uh- yeah, I mean, the leads are awesome. I, I think less than – it's not really about lines to me. It's more about certain pieces that are coming out. So, like, the new Elias figure is going to be super hot mm-hmm. um, that we're going to get in July. It You know, they did an excellent job with it. The new Andre, which they used the new technology on, um, you know, that that's pretty sweet. Plus some of the stuff that, like, I really want to see what they do with the Elias Black, or Alistair Black figure. Like, I want to see how they do the tattoos and how they do – because he's different. Um, and then even these retros, these retros are cool. Like the new Finn Balor, which they did the SummerSlam attire. Um, you you know, it's, it's more about the certain pieces rather than certain lines. Yeah. That's kind of like, uh, like the, uh, the new retros as they're called, um, the new Ric Flair, like, cause the Hasbro Ric Flair was so like odd. 
Mm-hmm. But now with this new one coming out, I mean, it looks awesome. And yeah. I'm, I, those are the ones that I want and to keep in the package. Like I got my youngest son. He's a big AJ Styles fan. I had to go to like multiple stores to find him that retro AJ. And like when he, he opened it and then he's like, uh, you know what? I, I would rather play with my elite AJ. Right. So I'm like, well, what's wrong with this one? Well, when I want to play with your toys, daddy, I'll, <laughs> I'll use that one. But, um, so, I mean, but your, your store, you guys have so much more than just wrestling figures. You've got the Funko and all of that stuff. So, I mean, what can people go to the website or go in store and, and see? Yeah. So, I mean, I would say about 50% of my, my story, my store is wrestling. Uh, but I have Marvel legends. I have Funko product. I have NECA product, um, you know, mix in whatever's kind of out at the time as well. Uh, I do do some stuff with Mezco as well. So it's a lot of collector stuff, but like when I go to shows, say like WrestleCon, for example, I'll, you know, I bring all my wrestling stuff, all lines, everything I got, old stuff, new stuff, used, loose, in package. Um, but then like, let's, um, I've got a show coming up in a couple of weeks where I, you know, I'll bring Funko with me and I'll do that kind of stuff. And the NECA line, I mean, that whole company, I mean, they do some of the coolest figures too. Like the, the Ninja Turtle movie line that just came out, what, last year? Yeah, the one-fourth scale stuff is sweet. It's, Dude, uh, that is, is so sick. <laughs> wait, wait till you see the fall stuff. The, the stuff that's coming in the fall is going to be even crazier. Oh, man. Like, I can't – my wife won't let me spend hundred and X amount of dollars on a figure, but one of these days, like, I'm going to – Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash goldcard. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. My goal right now, I want to get those Turtles figures because... I mean, that's that's another thing that not only wrestling, but came up with me with my kids is, you know, the Ninja Turtles and they keep bringing them back. And then, you know, like Star Wars and stuff like that. So, I mean, we're my kids are are cool with me because the stuff I grew up is now cool again. Yeah, the new cartoons for turtles and wrestling. Yeah, it, it isn't it kind of weird, though, that what we grew up on now, like our kids are into yeah and that's what i told my mom i was like did you ever see me at 31 wearing a ninja turtles t-shirt <laughs> and she goes you know sadly yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's like i knew you'd never grow up when i told my mom about the store she was like you know i thought it was a phase well you know 
when you're into stuff, like, I mean, it sounds like you're the same way kind of I am. When you're into something passionately, it's, it's, you're never going to give up on it. Right. That's like with the podcast. I mean, tomorrow morning I could wake up and somebody be like, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta cut your show off. You can't do it anymore because whatever. But you know what? I tried. I did, I did my best. I've came up with a blueprint on what I think works. And you've done the same thing with your store. You took it from being just a collector to now owning a store and helping somebody else start a collection. Or like you said, a father-son combo come into your store and they say, let's start doing this now. Yeah, and it's awesome to see too. Like I see kids that are collect. Like I guess it's it's rewarding to see kids get excited about stuff. And, you know, even adults. I mean, adults get just as excited to be honest with you. They really do. And uh, so you you also do meet and greets, which is really cool. And yeah, I mean, I try to do them every, every three weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Um, who all have you had in store that people might not have seen your, your social media accounts or your website yet? But after hearing this, they better go to heroeshideoutny.com. And check out all the cool stuff that you have available online. And they can use coupon code QUADS at checkout and save 10%. But just kind of like give people an idea of who you've had in the store and who you have coming up. Yeah, so I originally I started off, my first meet and greet was with Eric Bischoff. Um, and That's a big first, like, first appearance. <laughs> yeah, it was a little terrifying to start with. And then... Uh, I had Jake the Snake, um, you know, done Shane Douglas. We did Kevin Nash and Scott Hall with with uh, Justin Credible at once. That was really good. Uh, I just had The Godfather like two weeks ago. Um, I got Jeff Jarrett next weekend. And I got Jerry Lawler the weekend after that. And this August 26th, right before All In, I've got uh, the Young Bucks, Marty. And I've also just added Adam Page as well. So we're going to do like a bullet clay bullet club day at the store. And you're, I mean, that's going to be right red hot because you know, for all, all the people that couldn't get tickets to all in on the East coast and who couldn't come to Starcast to meet all these guys, they can come to your store the week before and get to them before anybody else can the week after when we're there at Starcast and all in. Yeah, absolutely. And we're offering the group photo too. So that's, that's something that's a little different than normal that you won't normally get at meet and greets at like ROH or wherever you would see guys. Also like we're doing an exclusive t-shirt with it. Um, we're also doing like in our VIP combo, they're going to automatically get a young bucks pop signed. So we're, we try to add a lot of stuff in there to make it worth it and kind of a unique experience. You're a businessman. You got to be business. That's absolutely it. <laughs> All right. So you had something else that we were going to talk about, and I, I wanted to let you announce it. Yes. Yeah, so we've gotten the green light to start moving forward with a wrestle cruise. Um, we're start. We're still working out in some of the details and everything. It will definitely be fall of 2019, most likely November. It would be with Norwegian Cruise Line, and we do know that it's going out of Florida. Uh, as for names and stuff, nothing is completely finalized, but I definitely can tell you like what we do with our meet and greets, like the experiences, the intimate settings, that kind of stuff. We are definitely going to be taking that right to the cruise. So, I mean, we're talking 
25 people at dinner exclusively with a talent, um, you know, shows, debates, panels, um, even pool party with a certain guest we're working on. Um, yeah, it's going to be really cool. It's definitely different. We're going to try to get some live podcasts on there too. Um, recorded or not recorded, you know, just to kind of mix it up and try to offer something a little different. So next year you're shooting for. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the date is locked. Um, the ship and the date is locked. So we are looking at November 15th to the November 18th of 2019. Um, I've definitely been in talks with certain talent, but I just don't have anybody signed quite yet. So I can't announce anything, but, but I'm sure when you do know, you'll let us know so we can announce it or have you come back on when we have everything and then do it that way. Yeah, absolutely. And and what will happen is like our social media accounts for the cruise and all that will all launch when we're ready to announce the first guest at least. And it, you know, you'll see, I mean, pretty much it's the guys I've worked with. I mean, I'll be honest, I'm going to trust the people that I've worked with in the past and it'll, it's going to be something different. I mean, Jericho's cruise is great, um, but this is a little different. I want this to be a little bit more one-on-one, you know, and try to enjoy it. And you don't get, you don't get these opportunities that often. No. no I, and when you have a group of people, whether it be at a convention or on a ship, I mean, just the kind of names that you've already had in contact with, you know, we might see some of those guys on the cruise. So, I mean, it's crazy. I can guarantee you're going to see the names that I've worked with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So before we, I wrap it up, one final question. What is your favorite figure of all time? It doesn't have to be wrestling. Just any line, any company, your favorite figure of all time. This is going to be odd, but my favorite figures of all time were definitely the Jack's Ring Giants. Oh, man. They were I cool. Don't why I, I love those for some reason. I, I don't know why. I, I've got a couple set up in the store just for, like, just to look at, like, a Kurt Angle and stuff like that. But, yeah, I really like those Ring Giants. Not the ones that Mattel does now. I don't I don't really like those. The It's definitely the Jacks Ring Giants. All right, man. Well, thank you for your time. Real quick, I'm going to hit the ad one more time. Heroes Hideout is a true hideout for people looking for everything WWE. From retro collectibles, Mattel action figures to the new elites. They have the hottest meet and greets of yesterday's legends to the newest rising stars of today. See the latest arrivals at heroeshideoutny.com. For the highest savings online. That's HeroesHideoutNY.com. Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. All right, Steve. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Look forward to working with you more in the future. Will do. All right. Talk to you soon. See you. Bye.
Flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash auto refi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.